0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Cam.
1: Hello, hi. Hi there. Hello <laughs> <laughs> this. Is now.
0: And this is their eyes were watching TV, a TV and film podcast. This week, we are going to be discussing the Season 12 Reunion, Part 3 of the reunion of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So if you have not watched it, uh, go ahead and watch all three parts and then come back and listen to us. Uh, Mallory, you want to take it away with some news?
1: Sure. So in some somewhat sad news for me, Westworld has been canceled by HBO after four seasons.
0: I saw that
1: yeah yeah so the production company um said that we are de- deeply grateful to our extraordinary cast and crew for creating these indelible characters and in brilliant worlds we've been privileged to tell these stories about the future of consciousness both human and beyond in the brief window of time before our ai overlords forbid us from doing so oh
0: depressing <laughs>
1: Well, I was like, is HBO the AI overlords?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But I mean, I guess they were citing what uh, plummeting viewership and yeah. then a really expensive budget. I think I saw a hundred million. I don't know if that was. I assume that was per season, <laughs> not episode. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I mean, I I didn't watch this last season. I did feel like. The first two were so good, and the last two were a little not as good to me whenever they left the actual like West world. it kind of went downhill. I lost interest in it a bit,
1: yeah, um, so i I did not finish the fourth season, honestly, I just forgot kept forgetting <laughs> to go back, then. but I felt like this season was better than last season but it still felt slower than when they were in Westworld the first two seasons
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um but I used to like the third season just went kind of too far off the rails for them to recover maybe unfortunately
0: yeah I was I was so confused at like yeah the uh, I don't know I was confused by that like machine that like predicts things and yeah that dude who who like brought Maeve back? I, I don't know. I was very confused.
1: Yeah, I think they just kind of threw too much at us too quickly. Like, it, yeah. was, it was just a total 180 instead of like easing into this new outside world or whatever.
0: Right. Yeah. Or Tandaway. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they will all bounce back. Hopefully.
0: Well, I, I also saw that they were. They were gonna pay them all for season five, even though it's been canceled. They're still gonna get paid. Oh, well, shit! Which, I'm okay. like <laughs>
1: <laughs> reparations. <laughs> I'm like I ain't gotta work and I'm getting paid. Okay. <laughs> <All> <laughs> <So right. does>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that definitely softens the blow.
0: Mm-hmm. I'll take it.
1: <laughs> so, Shonda Rhimes and some other Netflix creators are angry about Netflix introducing mid-video ads. What? Yeah.
0: Done. Yeah. I'm getting rid of it. <laughs> getting rid of it. You're, you're, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> People were already mad about Netflix cracking down on like multiple accounts uh, on the same account or multiple account holders within the same account and like trying to charge more for that each month. So I'm hoping that like either they'll start walking things back or like these writers and showrunners and you know creators will take their work elsewhere so we won't need netflix anyway yeah um but yeah their issue is like you know we did not create these shows for regular tv like we didn't you know write these with commercial breaks in mind so y'all adding in these ads is like fucking up like the natural flow of our stories so
0: that and like this is what your platform was known for not having commercials like maybe you should reduce the amount of like shows you're offering like there's a lot of bullshit content on that platform (laughs) right everything doesn't need to be made maybe reduce your productions and maybe you'll have some more money stop stop trying to ruin our viewer viewing experience yeah. by putting ads or charging more i'm i'm i keep threatening but I'm, I'm very close to just canceling it like the shows aren't they're not even worth it and you never even bring back the shows i actually like so
1: <laughs>
0: why am i here
1: yeah i don't i was trying to think like could they like do an ad like at the very beginning
0: no no ads Whoa. No. <laughs> no. okay i, don't,
1: okay, really, I Whoa. don't work i don't work from netflix
0: i was just <laughs> i was just trying to find but see, the, they're already priming you people like you no <laughs> you clearly
1: ass? no 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 i don't want ads either i feel like netflix is you know being ridiculous and they're really gonna like drive people away now But I feel like it would make more sense if they were going to do ads and have them at the beginning versus placing them in the middle. And I assume there would probably be multiple ads. Like, you know, like if you have non-premium Hulu, how Mm -hmm. you have like the multiple ads in between. So, you know, if they did have to have an ad, do it at the very beginning. Don't put a bunch in because that's going to piss people off even more than they already are
0: if you want to be like network tv i'm gonna cancel you yes. <laughs> like i'm just gonna cancel you like yeah that is the benefit to not have ads yeah. shows that are on regular tv that have ads come to your platform and they don't have ads and it's great yeah.
1: <laughs> it's great Mm-hmm. yeah it's maybe it's the renaissance of cable tv maybe
0: capitalism. No no, this is just like the Uber model. You get us used to low prices and no ads and then you slowly jack up the prices and you add back ads. So it's the same shit we just ran away from. I'm True, tired. But there's I'm tired.
1: not uh I don't feel like there's a cable equivalent to Uber. I mean, I get taxis, but like
0: exactly like you got us used to not using a taxi service being able to call somebody on demand being able to pay and have the tip included (laughs) so you don't have to do any more and now what are we doing tipping on top of that i'm tired i'm tired yeah i'm tired
1: yeah okay i guess that's yeah because i'm thinking specifically just about netflix but yeah we do have all these other streaming services so Mm -hmm. um but I mean, but then, too, like, that also makes it kind of not, because it's just Uber and Lyft, really. So with Netflix, it's like, even if you don't want to fuck with cable, there's still Hulu, Disney Plus, HBO mm-hmm. Max, you know? Like, so it's much easier to drop Netflix than it is Uber.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. this isn't going to help y'all mm, <laughs> in no, the long
1: run. No, you're doing literally everything wrong. And I was thinking about that thing you told us a few weeks ago about the... um. Like the short videos where you pick, like, what you mm-hmm. want to watch, that mini feed or whatever. And it's just like, you're wasting your money on this bullshit instead of like stuff that's going to, like, who cares? Exactly. Like, nobody exactly. asked for that.
0: Exactly. And you already advertise to us. Like, yeah. if I scroll across just a show, even if I don't want to watch it, you start playing it or <laughs>
1: start playing a trailer. <laughs> right. So it's already happening. Exactly. Well, um, speaking of netflix (laughs) they are going to do a remake of matilda did you see that
0: i saw that there was going to be a remake i I didn't know it was on netflix though
1: so the remake is going to be a musical oh so apparently okay this is i feel like i'm going to get some like i don't know flack for this but i don't think i've ever seen matilda all the way through wow oh here we go um (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs> i haven't seen the goonies either so wow oh, here we go <laughs> the reaction i always get <laughs> but you know i know obviously like it really has millennials in a chokehold like you all seem to really love that movie so i thought you know people might be mad about it but i didn't realize apparently like it was made into uh, a like broadway musical or maybe i oh. had heard that Oh. Um, so, this film is going to be an adaptation of the musical. Okay. Yeah. So, it's not like a straight up remake, but <laughs> I know how you feel about remakes. So, <laughs> I was, you know, I was wondering if you, <laughs> you, you seem okay with it, but I thought you might be like, no. So. Oh, I mean,
0: I enjoyed Matilda, but it doesn't have me in a chokehold, you know? Okay. Like, it's neither here or there for me um and hearing okay. hearing that said it's, I could take it or leave it honey <laughs> yeah I mean I'm not gonna watch it <laughs> so, you know, the original is good enough for me but I guess knowing that it is based off of the Broadway play you know that's fine it's fine yeah. is Matilda like gonna be a Latina girl or a little black girl <laughs>
1: No. um, She is a white girl, but I know how you hate a white savior story. So (laughs) I feel this might, you might consider this a black savior film, because I believe uh, Miss Honey in the original film is the one who kind of Mm -hmm. saves Matilda. Uh So in this musical remake, uh lashana lynch maria rambo from captain marvel also in the woman king and whatever the last james bond film was called she is going to be miss honey no does she sing Uh, apparently (laughs) i guess we'll find out (laughs) okay i didn't know yeah so you know have you might you might be into it this is gonna be a black savior film so (laughs) (laughs)
0: i'm I'm okay i
1: feel like we got a trademark black savior (laughs) (laughs) so that is all the news that i have what do you got cam
0: okay i just have two two quick things i'm gonna start with the the sad and depressing um the first being uh aaron carter of the show house of carters and apparently, he was in that all that Albert. Oh, um, yeah. he is brother of Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. He unfortunately passed away at the age of 34. Um, he has had like very public struggles with addiction. Um, they say he died in a bathtub, maybe like drowning, which mm. you know kind of sounds like it could potentially be involving uh drugs or the mix of drugs and alcohol so rest in peace to young Aaron Carter and his family um all these people just just passing so so young so young
1: yeah then uh obviously like you know takeoffs murder I know he's not an actor but yeah yeah, his murder last week was just, I, it was like literally, like, I woke up that morning and it was the first thing I saw. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. I That was, that had me shook for a minute.
0: Yeah, I still feel a bit unsettled by it. It's just, yeah. Especially as more details come out, like he was a bystander. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just sad, man. Yeah. Like, money really can't protect you Mm-mm. or buy you happiness.
1: Um, and then you yeah, have Aaron Carter. I remember, like, his sister passed away a few years ago. About oh, from a drug overdose. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. The family had a lot of issues. A lot of
1: yeah, yeah a lot
0: of issues. But yeah. praying, praying for the Migos family and Takeoff's family specifically, um, and Aaron Carter's. Just very sad. Very very sad. Yeah. Uh, on to lighter and happier news. Uh, Lena Horn has become the first Black woman to have a Broadway theater named after her. Uh, I guess, you know, they're starting this trend, Broadway. They're trying to, you know, <laughs> honor honor its Black stars. They started mm-hmm. with James Earl Jones. Now they've done Lena Horn. The Brooks Atkinson Theater on West 47th Street will now be called the Lena Horn Theater. Nice. And Brooks... Atkinson was a dramatic critic for, I think, the New York Times mm. um, in the 60s. So the theater was named after him. And Lena Horne, they wanted to honor her life. Uh, she was a New York born singer, dancer, actress, and civil rights activist. She first debuted on Broadway in 1934 in the production of Dance with Your Gods. And she had a pretty illustrious career. Uh, most black people would know her from The Wiz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stormy well, weather.
0: Well, not every not everyone has seen Stormy Weather, but also also great film. She won two Grammys, one in 1982 and one in 1996. And in the 40s, she was the highest paid black entertainer. Mm. Um, and she was a prominent figure in the civil rights movement, and really voiced her her discontent with discrimination in the entertainment world. So it is really awesome that they are they are honoring her legacy by naming this theater after her.
1: Yeah, I I feel like I think we talked about this a while ago when it was announced they were gonna name it after her, but I guess it it just got made official because I. Uh... I saw it on the news a couple mornings ago too, but yeah, I'm very excited. She's like one of my like top, like favorite icon people. Mm. So yeah, I'm very excited. Hope to go see a play there uh, in the near future. Yeah.
0: Big ups to Lena.
1: Yeah. Stormy weather.
0: <laughs> did I sound like her? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you and did.
1: Man together
0: all right well that's all i have for news so let's let's get into this reunion
1: okay so this season of beverly hills has uh well it's been entertaining for one it's been um i have thoroughly enjoyed uh the messiness and the drama so uh as cam already mentioned we were talking about part three of the reunion the first two parts of the reunion i felt like they were good I was glad Diana wasn't there. She's like the new newest housewife this season and I hope we don't see her next season. <laughs> oh. I don't feel like she I feel like she brings anything to the table and you know I didn't like how she was talking to Garcelle, so she mm. can be gone.
0: Ooh. She looked like a completely <laughs> different person um in her little in her zoom. Know,
1: zoom. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I
0: was like, "Who?" she lost all this weight like she looked like she got a new face
1: (laughs) yeah her face yeah she did look different but i just i just don't like her personality Mm -hmm. so anyways that happened but baby you wanted to talk about part three because this is when your girl kathy hilton showed up and (laughs) kathy came and got to the fucking mess honey so we'll get to kathy in a second (laughs) but this uh this part of the reunion starts off talking about erica's issues with alcohol throughout the season which we've seen she's she was she's been sloppy drunk at pretty much every event when they did that little like yacht or catamaran cruise whatever that was like she was so drunk she had to go take a nap like on the couch downstairs (laughs) so you know like and I feel like a lot of that they could kind of laugh off, but then a big point of contention this season was at um Garcelle's birthday party when um her son, who is 14, Jax, like went to go collect some flowers off the table for her, and Erica was just like, what are you doing? And then she's like, get the fuck out of here. Mm. And yeah, it was, it was like, mm. what? And so... It was it was very strange because it was like first of all like he he didn't say anything to you he wasn't in your space like why did you feel the need to say that to him right and then the other thing was Garcelle's oldest son Oliver who I believe is like you know maybe thirty one or so uh, she kept hitting on him earlier in the night. Mm. And she was like, you know, we could have some fun, you know, me and your baby mama, like we could all Ew. whatever. Ew. Right? But what pissed me off about that is Oliver is a married man, so mm. why did you not say his wife? Why were you saying baby mama? To me, it felt like very mm. um, charged, <laughs> racially charged language mm-hmm. that she was deciding to use. So it's like you're going to, you know, curse out, disrespect the baby boy, and then you're going to sexualize the adult son. Mm. so yeah I feel like Garcelle had all right uh to be upset and yeah you know, I felt bad for her too because she said I did not realize how bad it was until I rewatched or until yeah. I saw the episode yeah. so um yeah and then you know we saw a clip of Kyle Dorit and their husbands like t- you know talking about it and I will say in that moment Dorit did not laugh but the other three were laughing Mm. and kyle's husband mauricio even said oh i'm glad i'm glad she did that wow yeah and i'm like now if this was one of your kids like this would have been kyle's like storyline the entire season
0: right i think it's interesting one that they keep kind of laughing off erica jane's like drunkenness and Mm -hmm. maybe her bad mix of alcohol and pills or whatever she's on like this this seems like she might have a problem. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, this is not a laughing matter.
0: Right. And then for for Erica to out of one side of her mouth say my behavior was unacceptable and then out of the other side of her mouth to like defend it left and right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like basically blame it on like I was unhappy. My bad. Like I'm in therapy. Yeah. I'm working on it. Yeah. And it just it didn't feel like a real apology and i think even garcelle was like you know this group doesn't allow space for you to like feel your feelings (laughs) and they quickly apologize but it doesn't really feel like they mean it
1: yeah because then they go back and do the exact same shit like two days later so it's never genuine
0: no and i i felt like there should have been And maybe, you know, this is editing, maybe they cut some things out, but I feel like there should have been more of a spotlight on Kyle and Erica for this. Like, Kyle, why were you laughing? Not funny, not cool. Like, why do you, why don't you view this 14 year old as like a child? (laughs) It's almost like they were treating him like an adult. Like it doesn't, it's not that big of a deal to like curse at (laughs) a child. And this was his mother's event, right?
1: yes it was garcelle's birthday Was (laughs) it? yeah yeah it was her birthday yeah so it's just like
0: i don't know she kind of treated him like he was the help or something like what the fuck are you doing like get out of here
1: yeah which and that i mean that still would have been fucked up if he was but this is like your you know castmate's kid yeah and Uh. clearly
0: she doesn't care i mean they had a whole conversation after that about erica's lack of empathy (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> right right and so i'm gonna come back to that but i wanted to say also at that party kyle was like very drunk too because that was when sutton and diana had that uh that chat or whatever because diana was just like being an asshole and i think sutton said so i think that was maybe when sutton called her soulless and then <laughs> kyle was literally hitting sutton and she was like don't say that, don't you say that. And I'm like, this, is, this isn't Kathy. Like, why, why are you going to Harvard? Like you just met this bitch. Like, why are you, why are you going to Harvard? And if I was Sutton, I would have been like, I would have shoved her back, like, don't, don't fucking hit me. But you know, it's like, she has all this for, all this protection or whatever for this grown woman who could defend herself and who's starting shit herself. But you're laughing at like a kid who's getting cursed out by your friend.
0: Right. Maybe soulless is right up there with evil as far as their, you know, <laughs> terrible words.
1: <laughs> Apparently, which I was very shocked to find out. I'll say at least the, I call them the four musketeers, Kyle, Lisa, Erica, and Dorit claim that evil was worse than cunt.
0: <laughs>
1: and I was like, no, there ain't, ain't no way. Never. <laughs> like one has Never. to be bleeped out and one doesn't
0: exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) one children can say and one they can't
1: (laughs) right but it's that's one thing that's like really annoying for me how they like all will band together like no matter what
0: yeah i mean i know you love the beverly hills women but they're unwatchable to me
1: Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, wait. I was like, I don't love all of them. I do love to watch them. No, yes, you're right.
0: They they bother me, and the way they treat Garcelle, like I want them to give Garcelle a real friend. Like, can we put what's Will Smith's ex wife, Sheree? Oh, you Sheree. Want, you want
1: her to be like a full time? Yes, I yeah. feel like she needs.
0: You know, you've got the foursome over there, yeah. and it's like everybody against them, and you know, Sutton's cool, but. I mean, actually, I don't really like Sutton, but she's gotten better. <laughs> she but, has
1: gotten better, yeah. Uh,
0: what's the, what's the, Crystal. um, Crystal, she's so flaky and flimsy, like, but see, I, actually, she doesn't have enough of a backbone to, like, Garcelle needs, like, a good Judy. She's a good Judy on this mm-hmm. show, and I don't feel like she really has that outside of Sutton.
1: Yeah. I loved seeing uh, Cherie, Will Smith's first wife, on the show because I do feel like she kind of helped Garcelle like loosen up a little bit and hmm. it seemed like Garcelle felt a little more comfortable this season and I just I loved her I felt like she was a really great addition to the group so uh, yeah I would love to see her hold with uh, a diamond I believe is what they oh hold. that's what they hold <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I I like Crystal I mean Crystal You know, Crystal's not perfect, but I felt like last season, Crystal was trying hard to be Garcelle's friend. Mm. And I felt like Garcelle was kind of pushing her away. So I fucked with Crystal.
0: I mean, again, I didn't watch all of this season. I watched like the first couple episodes Mm -hmm. and I felt like Crystal had more of a fire last season than she did Mm. this one. I feel like she... I mean, the whole thing with Sutton and like <laughs> her saying like terrible things, but then couldn't ever describe what she actually <sighs> said. Yeah. Like, I I felt like that really like took away her credibility.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was very disappointed. That was the one thing where I was like, oh, come on, Crystal. Like, I'm really rooting for you. Because like, I felt like everything she was saying was valid and I could understand how, you know, Sutton saying like, you know, I looked out and my kid was in there with, like, a bl- little black girl and a little Chinese girl. Like, I could see how that was, like, oh, like, this is mm-hmm. cringy. Like, why are you telling me they're mm-hmm. Um, Even though, like, I don't... I, f- I feel like Sutton is one of those, like, I don't see color people, whereas it's, like, you should see color because that, um, you know, that has a big influence on, you know, how people grow up and their experiences. Right. You just shouldn't judge on those colors. But, you know, like, I... <sighs> I, from what I've seen side, side note Kyle coming at Crystal so hard for that was really weird because I was like Crystal and Sutton have squashed it and from the interaction I feel like Sutton has kind of understood what Crystal was trying to yeah. say because yeah. Sutton wasn't pushing back so Kyle, Kyle's energy was weird this whole season but anyways um,
0: it definitely felt like uh, the white ladies are banding together
1: because <laughs> yeah. she was like you know that could ruin someone's
0: reputation being called racist i was like girl do you did somebody call you racist
1: (laughs) i'm like you "You ain't even that close to setting like where is this coming from right white supremacy just (laughs) (laughs) right But, but anyways like so i understood what crystal was trying to say but i wish she wouldn't have said Oh my God, Sutton said something so dark and I just couldn't repeat it. Because (laughs) I was definitely like, oh fuck, like Sutton's using racial slurs. (laughs) Like you can't say something like that and then not give any insight to what it was. Like either you say it or you you keep that inside. And so I totally agree with you. Like that was to me that was like the only like real misstep that she had. And I wish she wouldn't have done it. But hopefully she'll, you know, learn from it and not do that again.
0: Yeah, she also just seems so much younger than all the ladies. Like I almost she feel they're the baby. Yeah, I feel like they need some they need to give her someone else to like relate hmm. to better. But as we're talking about all of this with Crystal, it actually feels very similar to the I know you're gonna get to it later, but Lisa and Kathy. Because I don't feel like Lisa like really explained all that Kathy said to like make her lock herself in a room <laughs> closet <and laughs> use all this very charged language like it, those those situations now seem very similar but lisa didn't get the same slander as crystal got this season
1: yeah, and I feel like the difference, too, is, like, with Crystal, I feel like this is something she really felt. It really made her uncomfortable. It probably felt like a microaggression. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe it triggered something in her as a woman of color. Yep. And I just feel like Lisa was just lying and, like, <laughs> exaggerating and <laughs> bullshitting. Yes. So I was like, you know, maybe, like, you know, Crystal was being overly sensitive and, you know, exaggerated the language. But, like, I we're going to i feel like Kathy might have said some shit but i think Lisa absolutely added some shit to that.
0: Oh, I yes, I fully believe yeah.
1: Kathy <laughs> said some things. <laughs> so this is I mean, this is the last thing I have before we get to Kathy. So, um, you mentioned like so we were talking about, you know, Erica's issues with drinking and mix, mixing whatever medicine or antidepressants she, she's on with um heavy liquor and uh her lack of empathy so when they uh there's like the big blow up in Aspen where she was like well first of all Garcelle and Crystal kept asking her about those earrings because she had some like I think like $750,000 like diamond earrings Mm. that um she refused to like give back I was a little confused about it because I don't really know who she would give it to would she be giving it to help the, maybe I guess to help the victims is that what it was or
0: I don't know I was gonna
1: I, I didn't see that episode okay I, I couldn't quite remember but it was kind of like the whole time like Crystal and Garcelle just kept having little sidebars like you see her she got on the earrings she had she got the earrings <laughs> <laughs> they just couldn't believe it so you know finally they asked her about it after like dinner when all the girls were hanging out one night and she got upset and I think you know somebody was like you know what about like you know do you have she's like you know it wasn't me that was Tom Girardi and Girardi and keys or whatever the, the law firm was and they were like okay we're not saying you did it but like do you not have empathy for and I think maybe, maybe that was even Dorit and um she was just like what about me I'm a victim too and then Kyle was like in the back talking to I don't know Lisa and Kathy or whoever and then yeah I guess she heard it and she was like Erica, like, don't say that. I can't defend this. I can't defend you when you say this. And she's so fucking dramatic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so basically they, you know, brought this back up on the reunion about, you know, your lack of empathy for the victims. And I don't know why she would use this comparison but mm-hmm. she said to Dorit, if the plane is going down, you put your mask on first, right? Mm-hmm. How would she use a plane crash as your example? Like, are you, are you crazy?
0: Because the victims
1: <laughs> were from a plane crash, right? But I'm just like, are you, like you can't be that dense that like...
0: That people... goes to show her complete like selfishness and lack of empathy. <sighs> yes, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you, you don't care about these people. You don't care that y- your nice things came from swindling, you know, these victims and survivors. Yeah. Like, you don't care. And you, you've made that very clear <laughs> in your actions mm-hmm. and your words that you don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird. It's weird that she can have all of this empathy for Tom.
1: Right. And,
0: you know excuse his, you know, supposed mental deficits that he's whatever is going on with him, which I don't fully believe. Um
1: convenient timing.
0: Right. Very convenient. And the way she talks about it, it's just so flippant that I, I it feels like a story. It feels like a part that she's playing to keep those those seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar earrings.
1: <laughs> I just I feel like that's why her and Lisa are so close. I just feel like both of them just be lying all the time.
0: Mm. Yeah, she's a, she's a mess. I was just that whole reunion, I'm just like, she's a terrible person. Like I don't know how people <laughs> are friends with her. Yeah. She always looks like a baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to sleep with this like? Fifty-year, sixty-year-old woman.
1: <laughs> she always looks like a baby
0: doll, right? Like I feel like she dresses much younger than. No,
1: it's, actually it's spot on. I just never would have thought about that, but yeah, you're one hundred percent. Like she had like Barbie hair on. I was just like, what? What is this bouffant you have? Oh, but she does. She always has bar- Barbie hair. You're totally right. <laughs>
0: And then there was one scene they flash back to her without makeup. Mm-hmm. Good God, she's terrifying. <laughs> she, really? It was, I I, I think I gasped. <laughs> when that scene on, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what's this? You look like a completely different person. My God.
1: Damn, I, I don't know how I missed that. Oh, she looks rough without makeup. <laughs> rough. Uh... So I was going to ask you, if you were in the same position as Erica Jane, would you give the $750,000 earrings back? Probably.
0: I mean, (laughs) you know, like, I can understand you married this man because of what he could buy you. Yeah. And that is is what you loved about it. And you don't want to give that up? but you got to give it up (laughs) you got to give it up yeah yeah and especially if it's like ruining my reputation i'm starting to look bad because i'm holding on to this i'm gonna let it go yeah i'm gonna let it go
1: yeah because i feel like you're going to like ruin more opportunity in the future by acting like this now
0: i mean what opportunity i was i was cackling when she said she had a job I was like, "Is this show your job? Are you working at Wendy's? Like, what, what, is, what is your job, girl?"
1: <laughs> Did she say what it was? I didn't remember. No, but no. she she just said
0: like, "You know, I've downsized my home. I've gotten a job." And again, I was just like,
1: "What job you got, girl?"
0: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's listening to your music?
1: <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, I know she has some some songs. So I, I have no idea what she does outside of that also
0: wasn't okay going back to garcelle and then mm-hmm. wasn't there a whole thing about like an hr investigation i can't remember like who that had to deal with
1: so i think andy said bravo hr they had to look into it or something
0: right where was hr on this garcelle thing
1: <laughs> like- Oh wait, that's what i was talking about what were you talking about
0: i thought there was something else that they said hr looked into and it was not that situation um no this was this was the kathy thing this was kathy kathy and lisa they talked about hr and like doing an investigation and i was confused because someone cursing at your kids seems like a clear (laughs)
1: like hr violation that's what i thought and maybe i like mixed them up but i thought hr was looking to not erica cursing at jax but you know jax was getting online harassment
0: Mm. so
1: and there was like you know is diana doing it is erica doing it so i thought that's what hr was looking to but maybe i got it mixed up with the kathy thing
0: yeah it had something it was once we once big kathy showed up (laughs) 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 that's when that happened
1: okay Cause yeah, and then I was annoyed too. Like on, I don't know if it's part one or part two, but like when Diana was like, you know, I I have a team and we're gonna look into who was harassing jacks because that's not okay. If I I'd be like, I don't want you looking into anything regarding my son. Like, right? That's
0: the police investigating themselves or Congress investigating themselves. Right? Like, exactly. What?
1: I don't exactly. trust that. Yeah, like why would I trust anything that you're? Detectives or whatever, quote unquote, found. Like, no, thank you. Right. Yeah. Um. Before we get to Kathy, can I get some more wine, real quick? No. <laughs> you know what's yeah. funny is I was asking that. I was like, why am I asking her permission? <laughs> right. Like, just like I'm like I'm Kyle at the end of uh, the reunion. Like, can I leave? Can I go? I was like, you're fifty five. Like, just go. I don't want to be here anymore. okay i'll be right back (laughs) so the like big draw or the big whatever of part three of the finale finale of the reunion was that as cam said big kathy was coming out and big (laughs) kathy ain't come to play no motherfucking games with these hoes so Just to give a little insight on what the big drama with her was. Please
0: explain, because I'm confused.
1: (laughs) Okay. So they did a girl's trip to Aspen, and Kyle has, um, like, a little vacation home in Aspen. But it's not big enough for everyone. So uh, it, it was Kyle, her husband, Kathy, Lisa, and Erica, who stayed at her home. And then Crystal... Garcelle, Sutton, and Cherie, they had a rental. And uh, quiet as it's kept the rental was much nicer than the <laughs> house. But, anyways, and then uh what's the girl's name who we don't like? Diana. Diana she, So Diana was in a hotel and Doree ended up going to stay with her. So that's where everybody's at. So they, you know, whatever, went out for the day and they went to like this hat making store slash bar that Kyle loves called Kimo Sabe and or Kimo Sabe. I'm saying it like Kathy now. And um and so you know, Kathy keeps trying to promote her tequila. And <laughs> she was like, oh look, they have I don't remember what it's called. They were like, oh, they have my tequila here. And then Lisa promptly goes to the bar and she's like, can I get a shot of that 818 tequila? Yeah, it's made by my friend, Kendall Jenner. And so Kathy, in the words of Michael Jordan, took that personally. And- and, Yes, she did. uh, (laughs) And to be fair, she did kind of get on Kyle about it. And I I was kind of like, well, what was Kyle gonna do? Like, you know, Lisa can order what she wants. But anyways, you know, she ended up leaving and Cherie was coming in and she was like, oh yeah, I saw Kathy, like, as I was coming in and she was pissed about something. So, you know, she was already on edge that day. So then they go out to dinner that night and, you know, I think they like go to a bar or something. And then Kyle is like, I'm a member of this, you know, private club. If y'all, you know, we could just go take a look real quick. So Garcelle, Sutton and Cherie go back to their home And then the other ladies go to this little private club and i guess cameras aren't allowed in here so allegedly what happened is that kathy wanted everyone to do a conga line (laughs) and and no one would do it with her and she also asked the dj to play billy jean and the (laughs) dj (laughs) would not play that And, and so on the reunion she did say she gave a little more detail and she said, you know, she went to the manager and was like wanted to request some songs. And he was like, No, we're too busy. And she was like, Oh, well, you'd know, I've come here before and uh you know, it's never been an issue. And he was like, basically just like, you know, I don't care. Like
0: you're bothering <laughs> me.
1: Which I mean, fair. Get your
0: old ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. i mean fair like i'm sure he probably is very busy and you know maybe she's coming in like do you know who i am or you know whatever Mm -hmm. but this sets her off and so she's ready to go like according to some of the other women you know this is when she starts like throwing a fit so crystal and lisa are like okay like well let's call the car and we'll go but crystal is still waiting for her coat so only lisa goes with kathy um, Wait,
0: before that, didn't Erica say that Kathy used a slur in reference to the DJ?
1: Yes, but I couldn't tell. Was was that like the F, like the gay F slur? I I one? thought it was
0: the F okay.
1: word. And it seems like Kathy said that's not true. I don't I don't know. I I, I don't know where I stand on that one.
0: I don't that's he. that's that's where I think the HR investigation
1: maybe came from because
0: that's where Kathy was like I think I have more credibility than you do in talking (laughs) to Erica
1: (laughs) which fair um but then it seemed like no one else said they heard it either right and then it got leaked to
0: the press and Erica was the only one who heard it so obviously Eric who mm. leaked it
1: to the press. <laughs> it seems like Eric is the one doing all this leaking to the press. Of course, she didn't yeah. it. What you mean? Maybe that's her job. <laughs> <laughs> she she's a freelance journalist. <laughs> TMZ snitch. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, anyways, Lisa goes back uh to uh to the house with Kathy. And according to Lisa, Kathy is just flying off the handle and the van and she's talking about all the housewives and especially about Kyle. And she's like, I hate Kyle. I'm going to destroy her family if it's the last thing I do. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> like, really? Like, is that like, I mean, maybe if she, if she was like, you know, fuck Kyle, she'd be getting on my nerves. Like, okay. Yeah. But like, you're you're going to destroy her. Like, is she like a Disney villain?
0: I mean, it's very clear that I mean we all know that they have a lot of sister drama. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> as, as the many three siblings
1: of them. do. Yeah,
0: but there's seemed like Kyle was visibly uncomfortable, but almost like she didn't know Kathy was coming, which I mean <laughs> she had to know, right? She had to know, but she was visibly uncomfortable, uncomfortable the entire time, and I actually felt. It was a little sad to watch this like sister drama because mm. you know it felt very personal. It felt very deep-seated that there's yeah. a lot we don't know um, that goes much deeper than this situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't I don't know if I believe that she said she wanted to d- destroy her sister. I do believe she talks shit about all the ladies like that. <laughs> very plausible. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like, I, I can see her talking shit. And I also want to be clear. Like, I I cannot stand Lisa Rinna. I want her off the show. But I, it's not like I love Kathy. Like, Kathy is still a very wealthy woman with white privilege. Like, so I'm not, I want to make that very clear. I'm not like, oh, Kathy's innocent. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think Lisa's fucking terrible. So what you're saying, though, about their, like, sister dynamic Mm -hmm. Like I kind of, you know, seeing stuff up close, I'm an only child, but, you know, seeing stuff with other people that I know, I feel like when there's a sibling, especially who's significantly older, because I think Kathy is, I'm going to say at least 12 years older than, um, than Kyle, something like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like that also is like a really tough dynamic because then that older sibling is kind of like a parent. Yeah. And I kind of saw like the way like Kyle was like clamming up and like, oh, it's always my fault. Like, even though Kyle can be dramatic, like I felt like that was genuine.
0: Yeah, I literally wrote this feels like mother-daughter drama. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) More than like sister drama. Like, yeah, Kyle shook. Kyle is shook. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like when they're that much older, they always feel like they know best and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah.
0: Well, I guess also wasn't their mother like kind of terrible? Like I think she did say like Kathy raised them. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. And I mean yeah, Kathy Kathy sense. seems like a tough woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very tough woman. She runs yes. a tight ship.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kathy's even tight up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so like i said they're in the sprinter van going back and lisa says she's saying all this shit and then um okay lisa also said that kathy said dorit is a stupid useless idiot agreed <laughs> <laughs> but when they showed dorit's face when they were saying that was that was pretty funny because she's she it does kind of seem like a little bit of an airhead um and then that crystal and are pieces of shit. Mm. so here's the thing though now i do feel like kathy 100 percent could have talked shit about some of these women all of these women mm-hmm. whatever but i feel like this could also just be what lisa thinks and she doesn't want to say
0: mm. you know how
1: kathy was like you're gonna take a lie detector test like <laughs> i wonder if like because it, it seems like even though like lisa erica dorit and kyle are like you know so tight it, they they kind of they kind of pick at Dorit more than anybody else. Yeah. So you know maybe that's something Lisa been thinking she wanted to say but she couldn't say it herself. So she's like, I'm gonna say Kathy said it.
0: Well, Kathy did say you agreed with me. You remember saying
1: <laughs> that you agreed with me? <laughs> 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 did you remember that? <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> I feel like whether or not Kathy said that stuff kathy clearly thought it was a safe space to like express that and air it out yeah so do you feel like it was right of lisa to like bring it to the group especially if she apparently agreed
1: (laughs) (laughs) no and i could see too if like lisa because i could imagine like whatever kathy was saying lisa would be like oh my god like oh yeah like i totally see that like Mm-hmm. and you know well what do you think about such and such like i could see lisa egging it on 100 and mm-hmm. like big kathy said lisa your contract's about to be up <laughs> so <laughs> you looking for anything you can do to stay on <laughs> this damn show she caught her out <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah i um yeah i do i, I think you're completely you're i didn't i didn't really think about it that way but yeah yeah she probably did feel like okay like Lisa's being my friend right now. I was upset, I wanted to go home. Lisa came with me so I can vent to her about how I'm feeling. And, you yeah. know, I can see like, you know, like, obviously, um you watch any of these housewife franchises, like nobody can keep a secret, but like <laughs> the way Lisa went about it, like, oh my God, I was scared for my life. And then- <laughs> She uh, abused me. <laughs> he had a psychotic break like, and, the, and then had that when garcelle was like she abused you lisa had the nerve to be like garcelle abuse isn't just physical <laughs> like Garcel's a fucking child who doesn't know anything right
0: <laughs> right but then she never said what she said or what she did that made her feel abused because all you said was she was talking shit about other people what
1: did she do to you (laughs) well she did say she screamed and yelled yelled at me and then andy said well you screamed at people (laughs) so (laughs) you're so right and i think i talked about this in the previous episode but i was so mad when they were uh her and kathy were at kyle's house and kathy was talking about you know her friend who's passing away so she's going through a lot emotionally and lisa was like nope i don't care and i'm like you've been yelling at people all season because your mom passed away you're not gonna let kathy have her (laughs) one tantrum like absolutely not (laughs) but so yeah so they like once they got back to the house, Lisa claimed that Kathy was still just like flipping out or whatever, and so she was like, "I had to lock myself in my room because I was so scared." <laughs> what, what? I just,
0: I just, I why were the cameras there? Because I need to know. I'm just imagining like Kathy, like a tornado, just like walking through the house, ripping shit off
1: the wall, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, picking and shit, like. <laughs> that's that's the way lisa is making it sound like like she just snapped and started tearing the place up
1: yeah and from what we saw like with the cameras the next day uh kyle's house was still completely intact (laughs) so it couldn't have been that crazy
0: (laughs) my gosh
1: but yeah so what you're saying about you know lisa like you know kathy feeling safe to vent to lisa then lisa sharing it with everyone else she said on an episode if i held it in i'd get cancer and die <laughs> which first of all that's not how cancer works how dare you <laughs> how right. dare you fucking say that second the housewives are doing a little bit too much with the cancer talk uh. for me right now because as you see on because, you know, like, uh, Mia on Potomac had that yes. cancer scare, yes. but then when she showed up to Karen's party, Garcelle was like, okay, is this what cancer, no cancer looks like? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, what? You, you're, you're in a 50-year, like, these are all 50-year-old women, and I'm just like, does no one have, like, any kind of, um, what's it, decorum? Like, like, what, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? They're they're
0: they're pretty loose with the cancer talk. <laughs>
1: yes, like it's honestly like this is very fucking offensive. But, <laughs> but like I said, I do think Lisa probably added some stuff into whatever Kathy was saying, because one thing that stood out to me was like maybe she did call Crystal a piece of shit. But I know her and Crystal were friends before Crystal joined the cast. Kathy so, and Crystal. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I remember last season, like Kathy went over to her house, and Crystal was like, "Oh yeah, I've known Kathy for years." Hmm. So I don't know. It seemed kind of, I don't know. It seemed kind of random. Like I could see her having all the heat for Kyle, because like we said, sibling drama. But I don't know about the mother ones. Yeah,
0: I thought it was interesting (laughs) because Kathy kept saying like i don't lie and she kept looking to kyle to like co-sign that and mm. to me kyle was just kind of it looked like she was kind of in a hostage situation she's <laughs> like yeah you don't lie but like I, mm. she didn't say it like she meant it <laughs> like <laughs> kyle looked embarrassed by kathy i think the whole time oh, um, probably yeah like her when they were describing her antics in aspen and especially the stuff at the club like kyle seemed mortified like really mortified and like she didn't want to say the wrong thing and Mm -hmm. stir the pot further right but how did you feel about you know they all pretty much accused lisa of perpetuating this drama
1: and getting in between the two sisters yeah 100 because i i know garcelle said like well if it's between the two of them then why is she in the middle of it mm-hmm. you're talking about lisa and yeah like if you know kyle is like you know this is hurting me and whatever it's like well lisa why do you keep pushing it like if right. this was to be your friend like and you want them to work it out like <laughs> you're only making it worse and clearly like kyle is like everything you're saying is making kathy more angry at me yeah lisa doesn't care
0: no not at all (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) kathy accused lisa of getting um lisa vanderpump kicked off the show oh yeah i I wasn't watching
1: what is that true like so i honestly was not watching yet either Mm. so i don't know but I I know last season Garcelle and Lisa had a lot of back and forth because Garcelle thought that Lisa treated Denise Richards very terribly. Yeah. So hearing that and then all the people Kathy rattled off, I I wouldn't be surprised.
0: (laughs) What did she say? You're like the worst person in Hollywood or (laughs) something.
1: But I I do feel like that's why Lisa and Erica are so close because I feel like they're both bullies oh yeah just like, yeah. like horrible women <laughs> yeah yeah like i like you know i i know kyle and dorit you know kind of will um enable them or whatever but i feel like that lisa and erica are something else
0: i just wish andy had asked a question to like the ladies do you do you believe kathy said this about you <laughs> i guess that would have been super messy oh, but i wish somebody had asked that
1: question and he he did it open ended like does anyone believe that Kathy truly said this? Right, show so, of hands. Yeah, like don't don't call out a singular person, but yeah, <laughs> that that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. I would have loved it. I mean they did it on Salt Lake City, they were like, remember they went to that like, I don't know, he, uh healer like tarot card person and they were like, Who here feels threatened by jenshaw And everybody raised their hands.
0: Oh. It was like last season. Also say I felt like the same thing happened with Mary. Like who personally <laughs> has been verbally abused
1: by Mary and everyone like, raised their hand? Like, like Regina George. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if they could do it, then Andy could have did it. But you saw he had to come back and apologize because people were upset because they felt like he didn't take what happened with Garcelle seriously enough and kind of brushed her off. Mm, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh-huh yeah me too so he had to come back and apologize for that shit i don't apologize give her a friend
0: (laughs) next season yeah
1: make sheree a full-time housewife right (laughs) so the last thing i have is um as you mentioned kyle was very emotional and very upset after kathy's segment and they were going to do a toast at the end and she like turned to andy and was like do i have to be here like can i go which i was just like you're you're 55 like if, if you want to go like just get up like you're a grown woman get up and leave like who's gonna it must
0: me? be in that contract that you must <laughs> yes. writers. you must be here till the very end
1: <laughs> but then like so i thought like she and then andy was like talked to some producer or whoever off screen and was like daniel what do you want to do or <laughs> whatever and i was like let this woman go <laughs> She wants to go but then like they brought out uh the little whatever Dorit's drink is the Belvedere with lemon carcass out whatever that drink is <laughs> the, the,
0: the reaction of the ladies when they all drank everybody hated it <laughs> oh, that was funny to me I think I think it might've been Erica who did one of those like, oh.
1: <laughs> you know, like kind of like, oh, what is this? I feel like it's, yeah, it has to be super bitter. Just vodka <laughs> and lemon. <That'd> terrible. <laughs> but so I thought the whole thing was just like, Kyle wanted to get off the stage as soon as possible. But then like, um, you know, Andy was passing out the drinks and he tried to pass one to Kyle and like, she declined it. But then all the ladies stood up and cheers and she like, put her fist out and like ended a fist bump instead of a cheers and i was like well then you could have just held the glass like if that like you didn't have to drink it that was so weird to me like why did you like if the drink wasn't the issue like or maybe was the drink the only issue like it was awkward and it felt childlike (laughs) yes
0: it was just weird you know like when you like force a kid to do something they don't want to do and they're like (laughs) like it felt very much that and then she just kind of like slinked off the
1: stage yeah that was so weird
0: i mean clearly this kathy stuff has taken a toll on her because she was (laughs) boohooing when she got back to yeah. uh, her dressing room, and she's just like, "Y'all don't know this is so. This is gonna be so bad for me." She was like, like, she's like, <laughs> yeah. "She's terrified." Yeah, terrified of Kathy.
1: Yeah. Well, it seemed like at the end they showed a photo of them together at BravoCon so I guess they're at least cordial. Yeah. Kathy for was in cameras. The <laughs> right
0: for yeah, the yeah. cameras. What I think they said she didn't go to whatever Farrah's
1: wedding, though. I oh,
0: thought I, I saw that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I will, in the BravoCon photo, like, Kyle did look a little, I don't know, it didn't look fully genuine.
0: Yeah, it looked fake as hell.
1: Yeah, Yeah, or that.
0: (laughs) You think Kathy will be back next season?
1: She better be. She's (laughs) She's such a huge fucking draw. Like, I would be pissed if she wasn't. I just love her just,
0: like, rich white woman antics just how she's so out of touch with so many things (laughs) yeah (laughs) the 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 honky dory scenario like lives rent-free in my mind (laughs) like
1: Um, i think about it often i laugh about it often (laughs) it was such like such a rose Nyland like (laughs) betty white on golden girls moment (laughs) because like what always kills me about golden girls is the way betty white could deliver those lives as role- rose and like keep a straight face mm-hmm. and the way kathy was just like "Who's hunky dory like just like so earnestly and like it was it was so rose island like i i love it it's one of my favorite housewife moments ever <laughs> just,
0: like in such a heated moment huh? who's hunky dory like, so genuine. Yeah. She did, she
1: wanted to know <laughs> who I'm was. And I, I will say, too, like, I don't know if you saw, but, like, there were some people who were upset. If, I can't remember what episode it was, but I think, I think when they were in Aspen, or maybe before that, when Kathy was talking about her tequila, and the other women, um, well, mainly the, the four musketeers were kind of, like, laughing and brushing her off. Mm-hmm. And, there were some tweets like, wow, I can't believe Kyle was so mean to her sister, and like Paris Hilton liked those tweets. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. I thought they um, brought it up. So I did feel like for Kyle to be like so, I don't know, if scared's the word, but you know, intimidated by Kathy. She, she did be picking at her a little bit. Like when Kathy showed up with like her pajamas or the hotel slippers, and I'm just like, I feel like when you have a certain amount of money, you don't give a fuck. (laughs) I just like, Kathy Hilton is rich as fuck. So if she want to wear fucking hotel slippers, she's going to do it.
0: She's also like weird and eccentric. Like she says off the wall things. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I'm just like, Kyle, like, why does it bother you so much?
0: I think she's embarrassed.
1: (laughs) I think she's embarrassed by Kathy. Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like her mom like god mom
1: you know you show up
0: to pick me up from school
1: in your pajamas i didn't think about that dynamic too it probably is a little bit more of that more than just sister kind of mm-hmm. like that still that sim quasi mom kind of thing
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: mm, that's a very good point but anyways i <laughs> i know you said you find them hard to watch but i fucking love the season <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait till they come back uh do you have anything else about beverly hills
0: um this is just a question in general who comes Mm -hmm. up with the the like dress code and the attire for these reunions
1: (laughs) i don't know it seems like they're always supposed to be on like a color theme i think Mm -hmm. so I, i don't know who does it
0: or i feel like it's interesting i feel like the the less wealthy uh the less wealthy housewives seem to like dress up in like fancy mm. <laughs> you know ball gowns and like the actual rich bitches show up in like cocktail attire <laughs> so i'm just like i wonder why they do that because the lc is yeah. similar too like they they have their reunion outfits are usually pretty casual yeah in comparison to like the atlanta ladies the potomac the new york um I'm just I find that interesting like who comes up with these
1: and I I feel like I've noticed because like I started watching I was watching Atlanta Potomac New Jersey Mm -hmm. the quarantine and then after quarantine I started watching all of them because what else did I have to do (laughs) so um and I feel like all of them there was I don't, know, I don't know what to call it. But, like, all of them, there felt like they were, there could be some level of relatability except for the OC. So it's interesting to me that you brought them up. Hmm. Because, and I've, like, did you watch this last season of the OC?
0: I don't think so.
1: So they brought back, this is my first season watching it, but, like, I guess Heather Dubrow had been there, left.
0: Oh, I right. did. I did see. Yes, I did see this Did season. you
1: see her fucking house? Yeah. I've I've not seen anyone else in any city on this show who has a fucking house. Like that is fucking money. Nobody else has a house like that. And I remember there's one episode. I feel like Lisa
0: Vanderpump used to have.
1: Oh, I wasn't watching. Okay, I wasn't watching shoes on. But like on one episode of the OC, one of the um wives said, Oh yeah, I grew up, um, you know, my dad had boats, so I grew up knowing how to like Mm -hmm. tied knots or uh, whatever you do on a boat so (laughs) um i was like oh that's the difference because like you know like kyle and kathy like they didn't grow up with money like that Yeah, yeah and like a lot you know like these women might have money now but like these oc women grew up with a silver spoon and i think that's for me is what makes it different and makes it like the the hardest to like Relate to or get into. Though mm. I've also heard people say like the last OC season was just boring, so maybe that's also like part of it, but.
0: Yeah, I don't, I can't, nothing like stands out. I mean, there was drama, but nothing.
1: I mean, there was just like Noella getting on everybody's nerves. No, who? Noella? Remember oh, girl?
0: oh, yes. She was <laughs> god awful. <laughs>
1: she was exhausting.
0: God awful. <laughs> Embarrassing. Just yes. embarrassing.
1: Yeah, I tried to root for everybody black, but she was just so fucking extra.
0: Insufferable. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> do you have anything else on uh Real Housewives with Beverly Hills?
0: Nah, that's it for me.
1: So what do you have your eyes on this week, Cam?
0: Oh uh, I've been watching a lot of Amazon shows actually. <laughs> um making
1: that move away from netflix
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep starting to cut ties <laughs> um i watched this new show they had called the devil's hour Mm-mm. no you didn't right it sounds much more <laughs> ominous than it actually was it had a really interesting premise but then it just ended up not being super satisfying Mm. and i hate when shows do that like they hook you and they're really good and it's like kind of this mystery um it's like this woman who kind of keeps having these premonitions about things that are going to happen and she's also a social worker so she keeps kind of having these visions about some of her clients like dying oh god and like the show is called the the Devil's Hour because she wakes up at the same time every night. So at like 3 33. And you know, people consider that kind of the devil's hour. But then there's like nothing to do with like devils or like it's almost like I, I why it gives you this idea that the show is gonna be like some type of like spiritual demonic type thing and it, it's not really that, but she also has this son who is he's just one of those children he can't be more than like seven but he's just one of those kids like he doesn't cry he doesn't laugh Mm. he doesn't smile like he just has no emotions and she has like been taking him to all these specialists to like figure out what's going on with him her husband um they ended up getting divorced because he couldn't love his own son he was like i i need my child to love me back and he doesn't love me and i don't i don't know how to reconcile that and basically the whole show is like trying to figure out what's going on with her son and what's going on with her like why does she keep having these premonitions and so it's a decent show but the ending is a little a little disappointing um as far as the explanation for everything that's happening and i actually feel like so sad for the little boy the whole time because like his dad hates him (laughs) and like there are scenes where like the dad is trying to get back with the mom and he's saying one thing to the mom like i'll do whatever it takes you know if you want me to love our son i'll go with y'all to therapy but like every time he's alone with the little boy he like says horrible things to him and does mean things to him and it's actually really, really sad and tragic to watch this poor little boy.
1: Jeez. But way to bring it down, Cam.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, but still, a decent show. I won't, I won't spoil the ending, but be ready to be disappointed.
1: Uh, well, you know, I'm not watching that.
0: So... <laughs> <laughs> the other show I'm watching on Amazon is called The Peripheral, and it stars. Chloe Grace Moretz Mm. and it's kind of this uh in the future futuristic maybe like 30 years in the future from now and like the metaverse is kind of a little more fully realized there and she goes into the metaverse and like will do jobs her and her brother who is like former military they will um do jobs and the show is called Periphery or Peripheral because apparently 30 years in the future, um, like the military, they have this technology where they will essentially like sync a unit. So mm-hmm. they have, I don't know what it's like, some something embedded in their like body, but it allows kind of a unit to kind of have like hive mind, like one mind, mm-hmm. and they can like tap into like drone footage and like see it. In their brain kind of deal uh it's very like complex and complicated but essentially like the sister is doing these jobs in the metaverse and there's this new technology that comes out and come to find out you're not like in the metaverse you're inside of like a a robot like 50 years in the future i don't know it's kind of crazy (laughs) okay it's a wild show (laughs) But if you're into like sci-fi dystopian thrillers it's it's pretty good and you lost
1: me already <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's pretty good and amazon's doing this thing where like you know they're only releasing one episode a week mm-hmm. but i think there's only about three or four episodes now but quality show I, I would recommend thus far i also started watching this show on netflix called inside man that stars Stanley Tucci and who else is in it? I can't think of any of the other actors, but it's a couple of like British actors that I've seen mm-hmm. before. It's similar. Well, no, it's not. It's not at all like the Spike Lee Inside I
1: was, Man. <laughs> I got like a notification on my phone, like Inside Man is now on Netflix. And I was like, the Spike Lee film? <laughs> like, okay, cool.
0: <laughs> no. So Stanley Tucci is like the main character and he is on Death Row he was like a criminal psychologist or like a professor in criminology and he ended up murdering his wife and he's on death row but now i guess in order to get some type of uh his guilt out he helps people like solve unsolvable cases Hmm. the thing i like about the show is so he's on death row and he'll like have meetings with people Um, at the jail and he's handcuffed the whole time so he can't ever like take notes and write things down so he has uh, a gentleman who's in the cell next to him who's like this really like large imposing black man Mm -hmm. who apparently like murdered a bunch of people but has like the greatest sense of humor (laughs) (laughs) and he apparently has like a photographic memory so he acts as his like tape recorder and like records and is there and like documents all the conversation so he'll like defer to him well what did he say and he'll like run it back but their dynamic is interesting like they it's weird that they make light of like murder but it's actually really yeah, a bit funny <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny um somehow in like a really dark unsettling humor kind of way but their their dynamic is funny to me But what's weird is so there's this reporter and she is trying to like get help to solve kind of this mystery. One of her friends like kind of disappears and the friend sends her a video of like a man like lunging at her or maybe it's a picture picture of a man like lunging at her. And what we see is the audience is that this woman she's like a tutor for this uh, vicar or priest in England and the priest has i guess like a young parishioner who like rushes into his office and gives him like this thumb drive and he says like please hide it for me like i don't want my mom to see it he tells him that there's porn on there oh. right. <laughs> and i guess this is like a cool priest because he, he hides it for him
1: i'm not like a regular priest, I'm a cool priest. <laughs> right
0: <laughs> you can confess to me i won't tell god <laughs> <laughs> so the preacher like ends up taking the thumb drive home he has a son and the son has a tutor and somehow the son like accidentally gives the thumb drive to the tutor Ooh. and she like plugs it up into the thing in her computer and the son is like yeah it's mine like you can use it and it has like kitty porn on it yeah so now the tutor's like she's like oh my god like what is this like your son is like a pedophile like we need to like report this Yeah. and the priest is like wait 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 that's not my son's like this is like a huge misunderstanding like please don't do anything and then it ends up like being this weird struggle <laughs> where he's like so concerned about ruining his son's reputation that he ends up like locking this woman in his basement <laughs> <laughs>
1: <What>? bye <laughs> right
0: right That's like ridiculous it's, right like it's it's so ridiculous and <laughs> to me it just it shows like the lengths white people will go to like protect <laughs> their children god because him and the wife like I'm only like two or three episodes in and like this woman has been locked in this basement for like three days and they like can't figure out what to do with her and they're so worried about their son's reputation and I'm just like I feel like this is solvable (laughs) and y'all are like taking this to the extreme
1: (laughs) so wait I'm sorry who's the whose kid is this
0: this is the the priest his son. So, so the, the priest wait, is how
1: does the priest have a kid? Okay, exactly. that's right. He's a from. cool
0: priest. He's a cool priest. <laughs> he has a wife and a child. Okay,
1: maybe maybe he's like uh an Episcopalian priest, because I think they can marry. Maybe. Okay.
0: I don't know. I don't that's know. That's like,
1: wait. Okay.
0: I thought and, the same thing too. Like he has a family? <laughs> right.
1: And how old is the son? Is he like a teenager?
0: Yeah, he's like a teenager. He's okay. probably like 16, 17.
1: Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Okay.
0: So i don't know how this is all gonna play out but i'm just like this is so dramatic and it really doesn't have to be
1: and what is this show called again
0: it's called inside man
1: wait this is still the stanley tucci show yes i'm so sorry (laughs) i just finished my second glass of wine so i thought we were at a completely different show i'm so sorry (laughs) same show so
0: stanley tucci is helping this reporter figure out this woman that's trapped in the basement he's trying to help her figure out where she is this is insane okay (laughs) there's nothing else on tv so this is what i love to watch
1: oh my god Mm but
0: that's all i've got
1: (laughs) and that was a lot Okay. So, you know, we're in a little bit of a uh, reunion season. I am also watching the Married to Medicine finale. Are you watching oh, yeah. that? Yeah, I am. Yeah, so loving that. Love Married to Medicine. And the Married at First Sight reunion. I know you did not watch this mm-hmm. season. Mm-mm. But uh, part one of the reunion was this past week. And, or sorry, this week. And um, one of the guys, like, he, he was always very sensitive. So if you watch the show, I'm talking about Justin and Alexis. Justin has always been very sensitive. And I think that was hard for his wife, Alexis. But I always kind of thought she was being... He was a little too sensitive, but I thought maybe she was being a little hard on him. But he was acting so out of pocket at the reunion. I was like, oh, oh. my God, like, this is what you've been putting up with? Like, they what definitely... was he doing? Okay, so like i mean we're maybe 10 minutes into the first episode of the reunion and he's so justin and alexis are black and then there's another black couple i think they're both mixed um nate and stasha and so basically justin they were talking like justin like unfollowed everyone like on this season on instagram mm-hmm. and then um they were like well why did you unfollow people and then he was like, well, first of all, Nate, I just thought you were fake. And Nate was like, how did you think I was fake? <laughs> and he was like, you know, he was like, you made a pass at me twice before the season even started. No. And so <laughs> so on the finale, they showed this in the preview. So I was like, whoa, what? All that happened, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched part one of the, of the reunion, all that happened was apparently when all the guys met up, Nate said something like oh man like you have really nice skin or you have really nice it was like something like that oh like a very- <laughs> yes <laughs> and so Nate was just like I'm confident in myself like I could compliment another man like that doesn't mean anything and like it was like the most like mundane compliments like it was <laughs> nothing that felt like oh like that did feel a little so-. like nothing was spicy about it at all and so I was just like wow like and like I said, like Justin is, I feel like he's he's very sensitive, and I feel like he's uh, a good bit insecure. Mm-hmm. So I can see Nate being the kind of person who's like, "Oh man, like I like this this brother is like struggling a little bit. Let me try to like uplift him." <laughs> <laughs> and now Nate's like, "Oh, you were hitting on me. So it, was, <laughs> it was ridiculous." And so like Alexis is trying to like calm him down, whatever. And then like. Okay, if I can just, again, spoilers, fast forward if you wanna if you don't know what happened. But so on Decision Day, I was shocked that Alexis and Justin said yes to each... Well, I was shocked that Alexis said yes to Justin. Mm. But then, like, immediately after, they get into, like, a little bit of an argument. Because he's like, oh, like... I can't remember if he was like, oh, are you sure you wanted to do that? Or, like, something... And she was like, yes, or like, do you have any regrets? And she was like, no, Justin. Like I did what I wanted to do. And then she was like, great. I didn't think I would be arguing 20 minutes after like my decision. Oh God. So then like the next day, all the couples gather to, you know, debrief or whatever. Her and Justin end up getting into an argument and they Mm. call it quits the next day. (laughs) It was, it was, Um. it was so ridiculous. But so anyways, like on the reunion, when they have their own little, you know, their solo couple section, he's like, yeah, like, you know, Kevin Frazier's like, are y'all still together? And they say no. And Justin's like, yeah, but you know, it was my choice. And Alexis was like, what? (laughs) So he was like, yeah, you know, like I decided it didn't work or whatever. And she was like, okay, Justin, like that's that's not what happened. And then um, he was like, you came over to my house in the middle of the night after we broke up whatever and then she had said some things about i guess like his sexual prowess on the show oh, god. and which i thought you know was inappropriate to share publicly um <laughs> but because like, you don't want to embarrass somebody on national tv but um wait
0: but he it was positive or it was negative negative oh eh. (laughs) yeah yeah.
1: so he had also he had been celibate before they got married Mm -hmm. I think he'd been celibate for a couple years and so I think she was like you know we still got some stuff to work on or something like that and he was like oh it was great so anyways on the reunion you know she said something kind of I think alluding to that and he was like well you know he was like you orgasmed and then he was like, or at least it sounded like you did. And like, Bro, stop, 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 stop. stop. It sounds
0: <laughs> pathetic. <laughs>
1: like, it's just, You're just making it sound like she's faking orgasms with you. Like, please stop talking. And like, she hadn't brought, like, he brought it up. Like, it was just, oh my God, it was so bad. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, part two comes on this week and I'm very excited about it. <laughs> so I also... Uh, <laughs> been shit talking netflix like all episodes (laughs) but started uh season three of love is blind Uh and are you watching that no okay so (laughs) there were two more people kind of like with justin where i was like oh my god stop talking but i would say even worse so there are two guys who liked um you know we're kind of stuck between two women in the pods and so then of course like when they go on the little. couples retreat and they see the women in person and they're like wow like yeah that girl is who i would go after in real life like my current mm-hmm. fiance is beautiful but that girl is like who you know i would see myself with or you know whatever mm-hmm. and so one of the guys this mixed guy named bartice he um like the girl he didn't choose is a mixed girl named raven and they're both like fitness people and whatever they just like I don't know working out whatever and so um but I mean Raven didn't really and actually with the white there's so the other couple it's it's like a white guy who ended up with um I think a South Asian girl but then there was like a white girl who's a ballerina and he was just like basically she was just like oh you know I'm flexible because I'm a ballerina but like there was no like deaf to her really at least Mm -hmm. what she showed him and so both of them kind of they went with the girls who they felt like there was more of an emotional connection. But then of course when they see the women they didn't choose, they feel whatever kind of way. So the mixed guy Bartice, is telling his fiance Nancy that, and it, it, it just went on for so long. He was like, you know, seeing Raven, like yeah, like this is the kind kind of girl I would go for if I saw her in a club. And I feel like if people saw us, they would think, oh yeah, like they would look good together and. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, basically I'm like, so you're, you're telling your fiance, you're not attracted to her. And right. If, if or if like, cause you
0: saw someone who looks better and now you yeah. want to
1: peace out. Yeah. But, and, and like, and never had the sense to be like, you know, this is the girl I usually would have gone for, but like, oh, like you're so beautiful. Mm. Never, never complimented Nancy the entire time. He's talking about Raven. Was Nancy black? Nancy is, I think she's Mex. She's Latina, but I'm pretty sure she's Mexican okay yeah but it was just so it it, like it it just went on for so long and I was like stop talking stop please stop talking please stop talking like I I I don't know if I've ever felt that much like secondhand embarrassment and like I don't know how Nancy is still with him
0: because it's just
1: and he said it like now he said it a couple times like Uh. basically like and I was really glad because like one time he was saying to Raven like oh you know like we would look good together and she was like yeah but you know we didn't have an emotional connection she actually ended up picking a nigerian dude mm. and she was like you know me and sk like you know we have more of a connection that's more what i'm looking for and she shut it down completely so i was really glad good about that. yeah
0: wait so he's still pining after her even though she doesn't want him and is, has someone else
1: um a little bit i think he's just having a hard time because like And i mean nancy is like very pretty but i just think it's she's not like i guess his typical type Mm -hmm. and so even like the last episode i watched like you know they're back in dallas or wherever they are living together and he said something like um it's not all about physical like some of it's emotional so even if like you're not my type physically blah 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 and i'm like do you understand what that feels like you're engaged to somebody and they're telling you like I'm not physically attracted to you
0: right on a show that's called love is blind
1: right right I'm like I'm just like are you not hearing yourself like Hmm. so yeah so that's it's been entertaining but it's been very frustrating (laughs) seeing that
0: one people saying that like I don't know I thought I had saw like a refinery 29 article or something about the treatment of black women on Love is Blind and how they don't get selected or maybe maybe it's not Love is Blind. Maybe it's uh one of those other No, I think it is Love is Blind. Probably. Where they're saying like they don't get picked and then they like try to blame it and frame it on like them being insecure.
1: Oh, I had not heard about that part.
0: And like they gave an example of I guess someone on the previous season who like she yeah. when she went back and watched the show like she was shocked at how they like portrayed her as being like insecure oh, wow. and she was like that's it's complete editing like that's not what my story was about and all that
1: oh man
0: so, do you I do wonder... you feel that way do they do that... black women poorly
1: on this i show? definitely feel like there's a lack of black women being picked or, like, that we see, like, go through the process. So I feel like the first season, you know, obviously, like, the, I think, everybody's favorite couple from Love is Blind is Lauren and, um, what's his name? Cameron. So it was, like, a black woman and a white man.
0: hmm I remember them. And,
1: um, there was another woman on that season, Diamond, who was with a guy named Carlton, but they didn't work out. But after that, yeah, because last season there was one black woman and so, like the guys this season, I was talking about, they kind of reminded me of um, what's his name, Jarrett and Ayana last season, because Jarrett was really into this Latina woman, actually named Mallory, and um, <laughs> but then she like told him that she was more in love with somebody else, so he ended up going with a black woman named Ayana. And mm. so when Ayana found out, she felt kind of like, oh damn, like so I was I was second choice in Mallory. Mm. And but I will say in comparison to the men this the two guys this season, Jared was very complimentary of Ayana. Like mm-hmm. all you know, saying she's beautiful and I'm attracted to you and I feel like, you know, there was something with Mallory in the pods, but like I really feel like you and I have a deeper connection but there was no, there were no other black women who we saw up close that season. And I still felt some kind of way about, you know, her kind of seeming like second choice.
0: Mm. So, mm.
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know. I th- I think that's definitely something that could be looked into further. And Jared and Ayanna did end up breaking up. So mm. there are no couples still together from season two. But mm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Because they were definitely like, several black women i saw you know in like the little women's uh dormitory or whatever but like we mm-hmm. never saw them go on individual dates except for raven who i said mm-hmm. like i said is mixed so that's that's a good point could be some truth to it yeah i mean we'll see like you know they're about to do that uh the charlotte and dc season so maybe oh you know when they go to chocolate city and chocolate city junior maybe yeah <laughs> <things. laughs> So the last thing I want, or I finished it, was the most recent season of Grownish. I know you talked about it before. Mm-hmm. So a Junior, um, yes, yeah. So Junior goes to the school that Zoe went to, and overall, I enjoyed it. I felt like maybe they were trying to do a little too much with like touching on all like all His aspects friend group. of everything.
0: His friend group was didn't feel real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: It, I agree. I agree. But <laughs> the only thing I wanted to note was like, I feel like it was the first or second episode. There was like some big, I think it was like a white party. Mm-hmm. And like Zoe came back for it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think like Aaron, her and Aaron are having a long distance relationship. Cause he's still teaching there at the university. And I, she was still trying to like turn up and like, you know, mm-hmm. do her college thing. And then afterwards, like he was kind of upset because I guess he wanted to have a serious conversation for whatever. And then she was like, Oh, you know what I realized, like, you know, I've been at, I've been gone for like four months and you know college me is gone or whatever. Mm-hmm. I am like girl it takes several years <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe like you could have had me I could have been an alumni for five fucking years put me back in Chapel Hill I'm like give me a four loco like what's the move <laughs> what we got to do like co- college who does not leave anywhere near that quickly so <laughs> that was bullshit
0: well but I guess Zoe
1: I mean, I
0: feel like Zoe always had like one toe in, one toe out of college. Like she always That's had a true. she always had a job. Yeah. And now I think she's like CEO or like running a brand. So I could I could see her quickly being beyond college versus like I didn't have a job like four months
1: after I graduated. <laughs> right. So I was right.
0: still at the parties, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: so maybe maybe Maybe. i just i don't know if i believe that zoe's that responsible but maybe
0: (laughs) i mean Uh, she's running a company that's that's pretty responsible yeah
1: but i mean responsible enough to be like oh i don't want to turn up anymore please on a saturday night like it's not like you're going out on tuesday like that's
0: true that's true
1: i don't believe it um (laughs) and i i cannot stand luca's sister i don't remember her name but i find her so annoying
0: she is she is annoying but I, I like, I did enjoy seeing, I guess, the male perspective or like junior's perspective on college. And I feel like they did a really good job of like capturing, or at least what I assume is the young black male experience at a PWI. <laughs> and I don't know. I just really liked the, even the aspect of Aaron and uh, I keep, I was gonna say Diggy. I can't remember what his name is Doug. on the show. <laughs> Doug.
1: Yeah. yeah
0: just their dynamic and just like the the real struggle of like finding yourself after college and like getting a job losing a job
1: yeah that's
0: real (laughs) figuring out you know do I actually want to use this degree that I just spent all this time and money getting (laughs) right so I I felt like it it's it's based in a lot of realism which I like
1: yeah I, I was a little bummed out that Junior had been crushing on Annika for so long. And then, as soon as he gets his little letters, oh, yeah, that's how they like, do. <laughs>
0: right. <And>
1: he's <laughs> like, oh, I, I, I got to do me. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh. So you go fumble like the baddest freshman or whatever. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, would you want somebody who didn't want you until you got your little letters?
1: You know? I mean, no, you're right. Like it's you know, bullet dodge for her, but I'm just, I was just got him.
0: Her... I was like bullet dodge for him.
1: Oh, but no, cause she started liking him before the letters, but she didn't really give him a whole lot of play because she was dealing with no, you know what it was. it was it wasn't the letters. It was because he was on that Uh, that list about Uh, the five star like oh, yeah. male sexual performance thing that's what it. oh Oh. Oh. actually that might be even worse (laughs) (laughs) never mind
0: mind. (laughs) yeah i didn't really love the females on this show yeah i enjoyed the men better
1: i just i feel like i just i liked aaron and doug i don't all the new characters i was like "Eh." (laughs) yeah that's
0: true like i i don't feel outside of junior yeah maybe his like fraternity brother who like played football he was I okay I didn't care for him either I feel like they weren't yeah he, these he characters
1: real like
0: that's true he definitely would not be hanging out with them yeah <laughs> like that yeah. girl junior yes because they're brat brothers but like before that these like random chicks like you'd be hanging out with your teammates yeah exactly
1: <laughs> yeah so I guess we'll see what happens next season, but I don't know. I kind of mm. hope Zoe comes. I, don't, I, I miss Zoe. Like, like I don't know. I just, I miss the old gang, I guess.
0: Yeah. I I think I've said this before. I'd rather see Jack and Diane in college than Junior. <laughs> I'd rather see that.
1: But I, I also feel like, you know, like we see Junior in some sexual situations. I do not want to see Jack and Diane in sexual situations. <laughs> So, maybe it's best that they are never on this show? <laughs>
0: <sighs> That's true, but I just feel like it'd be more interesting than, yeah. than Junior's crew.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I will, like, a couple episodes, or a few episodes ago, I talked about watching the penultimate episode of Blackish, mm-hmm. Where, like, they were talking about, you know, male emotion and whatever. I completely forgot the other part of that show that fucked me up emotionally was um, so, you know, the men were off camping, Jack and Diane were at home with Rainbow. They were looking at colleges Mm -hmm. and uh, at at first they were like, oh, of course, we're going to go to school together in the same city, at least. And then, you know, I think Rainbow is kind of like, y'all don't have to go to school together. And so they were like, oh, well, you know, maybe, you know, we'll, we'll still be okay if we separate at the end of that episode they showed them like in the very first season Mm -hmm. i forgot how tiny they were and (laughs) babies i like i think i was like i knew they were smaller but i think i was imagining maybe like season three Uh them. so seeing like season one i was like oh my god like y'all were like fucking toddlers (laughs) like they were and so like i just oh i lost it so yeah i just (laughs) Oh God, they're just, they're babies. I don't put them on grownish. I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, anything else for you, Cam? No,
0: nope, nothing else.
1: So please follow us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at Their Eyes Were Watching TV, all one word, and we are on Twitter and TikTok at TEWWTV podcast, and you can listen to us on all of your favorite uh, streaming platforms or not streaming all of your favorite <laughs> podcast streaming platforms we are not on Netflix so, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, thank y'all so much for listening and uh, enjoy your day yeah till
0: next time adios Oh